Hi, this is Dor again. It's my third episode, and I have no idea what it's going to be like or about, probably as the previous one and the ones that will come after, but who knows. Today, um, I, I found out that I'm doing a lot of um and like and end up having to edit, not the contact, but the content, but the um and, and all those weird noises. It's really annoying. So I'll try to limit it, but it kind of takes away from this stream of consciousness that I call, I guess, this mini podcast. It's been a crazy week. It's been a crazy few weeks for personal reasons. But it's also been quite eye-opening on many, many levels. One of which is the capacity of selflessness that people have in them in times of need or pain or emergencies. And I was lucky to meet people that I've never met before and probably wouldn't have met under normal circumstances. So on one hand, I'm really grateful and thankful and happy and excited that I got to meet them. And on the other end, I wish we never met before if it meant that the circumstances that brought us together never existed. So it's kind of this weird conflict that I have in me. Like anything else, I feel like there's a lot of conflicts in my thoughts. I had a conversation with my therapist the other day about balance. She asked me if I see usually the half empty or half full glass. And my answer was, I see a glass with half water and half, no, just with half water, something like that. And I try to explain that I always have this weird balance, but it's not really balanced because I can see what is not there and really see it and really feel it to the depth of my existence. And then on the other end, <laughs> at, at the same time that these thoughts are coming and consume me and take over me and fill me with some sort of dread and guilt and pain, within seconds, minutes, hours, I will shift my thinking and be like, but, uh, but wait, but there's more than that because even though I don't have this or this is lacking or this is gone or this is abandoned or this is, you know, this has disappeared or no longer in my life, I have all of this. And then I look at the other end of things and what do I really have? And one will call it balance, but the weight of the feelings up to that point where I reason with my inner self, that moment and those moments and, and situations and 
conversations that I'm having internally, they, um, they're quite big, meaningful, and very, very, very painful. And I told my therapist, I mean, it's not like I don't see both sides. It's not like I don't appreciate both sides. It's not like I don't see joy and love and accomplishments and beauty in things as much as sadness and pain and depression and everything else. I see it. I acknowledge it. I welcome it. I feel it. I engage with it. But I just don't want to feel the other side of it. <laughs> or I don't want to feel it to that extent. I understand that as humans, we kind of have to, or it's part of who we are and it's a process and we have to deal with voids and we all have them. But I don't want him to take that much amplified emotional toll on me. And it's a process. And she didn't really have an answer. <laughs> I mean, she kind of asked me to answer for myself. She's great. And it's work. It's a lot of work. Which I see. And again, this these past few weeks and everything else has been going on really made me think about how certain situations that come about can make a difference in how we perceive not just relationships with others, but our own relationship with ourselves. And it tests us. And I've learned a lot. I've learned that I will drop everything and anything for a friend who is in need or a loved one that there's a good chance that a lot of people won't do the same for me, even those, but it doesn't matter. And I don't know if that's unconditional love or it's just the way some people's love languages are. And at the same time, I discovered that there are some people in this life that would drop anything and everything for me when I need it. And there are people who can't deal with my pain and it's too much for them and they will take a step back or won't engage as much or it might have, I guess, trigger or will trigger or have triggered something in them that they're struggling with that might be similar and they just can't have a relationship with me in this moment or I can't have relationship with them in this moment and that's okay I've noticed that I speak a lot in the last three episodes <laughs> it's just not a lot but it's a lot for me in comparison Percentage-wise, I speak about relationships, so I guess this is becoming a relationship podcast <laughs> or something, but aren't every podcast really surround some sort of a relationship subject, whether it's with yourself, with other people, with loved one, with grief, with kids, with family, with parents, with coworkers, with life, with God, 
I guess everything ends up being a topic of uh, relationship, relationship with food, relationship with our bodies, relationship with our fears, with our struggles. I came across this song that I love so much. Oh my God, I just love this song. I don't know why every single time I listen to it, I cry. I cry, but, but it's, not a, it's not a sad cry. It's a good cry. It's like a cleansing cry. It, it was written by Brooks Joe and originally recorded um, by Debbie Boone. And it's called You Light Up My Life. And today I came across this version that my goddess, I just, I'm in love with Whitney Houston. I always, God, I feel bad about everything that happened to Whitney Houston and her family, but her music saved me for a long time growing up. And her voice is just one of those that you can listen and not have an emotional reaction and embedded in this heart and soul of hers like it's very soulful we talk about soul music and her soul that song that she sang I believe the children are the future you know the greatest love of all I carry that song with me for years as 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 a guidance to something bigger and aspiring and beautiful and that video clip I remember watching it in repeat as a kid and waiting for that moment where they both like come across each other. If you don't know it, you should really go look at it. And then they become this one person and they finish the song. And it's such a high. It's a really, it's one of those songs that have a high. Almost every song of hers have that kind of feeling. But that specifically, specific one really blows up my mind. Um, and this one, she did a cover and I haven't heard it until today. And this is a song I've been here listening to for a long time. And I implore you to listen to it. But there's a point there where towards the end, she goes to this extra like elevated pitch and, and I can never sing <laughs> anywhere close to Whitney. But it says, um, you light up my life. You give me hope to carry on. You light up my days and fill my night with song. And this is kind of a love song, but at the same time, it doesn't have to be about a romantic relationship. It could really be about friendship or sisterhood or any relationship, mother and daughter. And, and you know, I can totally sing it to my daughter all day. And um, and in these past few weeks, I had conversations that were very, very painful. But within them, there was so much, so much beautiful light that every single person shined on either the subject, a person, a loved one, themselves, within themselves, that radiated to everybody else around them. And... I've been so overwhelmed between pain and, and love and happiness and joy and gra gratitude that I sat with this song today and repeat on. And not to say that Debbie Boone didn't do an amazing job. She did. But Whitney Houston is just another level of soul.
And I listened and I listened and I listened and I found myself just bawling, crying, crying so much. And I don't know if I was crying to relieve some, some pain and stress that I've been carrying or responsibilities or hard conversations that I had or longing to things that I miss or longing for things that I don't even have yet, but I really want or grieving things that I've lost along the way. And it just all came together in that moment. But it also had so much hope in it. It was just filled with hope. The idea that somebody can come into your life and it's not always within you. They can really make a difference and light your life um, and give you that, that feeling that you need because you can't, at the moment, give it to yourself. And I wrote a small poem with a photo. Um, I took a photo upstate of after the snowfall with this string of lights that was hanging between the trees in this forest and the sunrise, sorry, the sun was setting at the same time and it kind of peaked between the trees. So you see all the light beams kind of spread beautifully and the light strings was off. It wasn't on, it turns on at night, but the light from the sunset just made them look as if they're in that photo, made them look as if they're actually on and the light bulbs are shining and it inspired this stream of consciousness that came out and said that and sometimes when you cannot find it within yourself that light that brightens your loved one's days when the energy is cut dry and you are at the mercy of the warmth of the night Know that an outside source is equally useful in carrying that light for you while you slowly regain your own. And for me, so many people have done that for me and for the people that I love. And they surprise me every time when I feel like there's nothing else that can save this deemed light and they just come over and they fill you with it and you're so overwhelmed and it's so beautiful and so full that you have such access and you naturally give it out to the other people in your life that might need it so with that I'm sending you off with a little bit of an affirmation that I think we should carry with us, which is to post with a purpose anything that you do. Write with your heart. Aim at the highest level of depth and understanding and spread love. Because ultimately, it's the only thing that keeps us connected and the only thing that can really sustain a life purpose for us. So this was my impromptu third podcast 
uh, probably will edit a little bit of the ums and like and um and, and all those weird things. But for the most part, this is raw. This is me. This is my accent. <laughs> and... And I'm glad you listened and thank you for being here and subscribing and liking and commenting and doing all those things that people say you should do. Um, it's okay if you don't. I am Doreen or Dor. My nickname is Dordor, which is why my Instagram is DordorNYC and you can find it there if you want to see the photos and the poems. Thank you. Mm -hmm.